0: There is a spacious quality of, of perception. The nature of the mind is actually this kind of sky-like open space in which, in which all this complexity arises, but no amount of clouds uh, obscure the sun. No amount of clouds actually damage the sky. This is like the sky-like nature of mind uh, and this fresh um, immediacy. There's an immediacy to that quality.
1: I'm Michael Max, and this is Geological the podcast that curates East Asian medicine and methods through the power of conversation. In case you haven't noticed, the DAO is subtle, slippery, and downright tricky. Things change into their opposites, which is a nice idea until it happens to you. If the past few years have not upset or upended you in some way, then I want your phone number because I've got a few questions, and I suspect that you might have some perspective. I've found over the past few years that my thinking on a number of different fronts, it's changed. Changed in ways that I found unsettling to my sense of who I think I am and curious in that I've gained some capacity to be more inquisitive about disparate points of view than I previously could. Often enough to go forward, there are things that need to be left behind. It's not just that what got us to hear will not get us to there. But what's more, it will actively prevent that transformation. We are here on the threshold of the wood dragon year and about to burst into the phase of wood after two years of watery disassemble. What will you take forward into the growth energies of wood? And what will you leave behind in the watery depths Often enough, I make a list of things that I want to pack for a journey. This wood dragon year though, I'm making a list of what not to bring along. I want to make sure that the arising dragony wood energy is not fueling what needs to be left behind. Here's what I'm leaving behind and the reason for doing so. First, dismissing people I don't understand or like as crazy or stupid. Because dismissal is the opposite of engagement, and good luck getting anywhere productive without some engagement. Second, leaning on sarcasm as a dopamine release mechanism. The problem for me with sarcasm is that it leaves me thinking that I'm better or more virtuous than those that I'm putting down. And finally, using nostalgia as a defense against emerging social trends, because It's difficult to clearly understand today's problems with the inertia of yesterday's lived experience. How about you? What favorite indulgence would you like to liberate and leave behind as we strap into the energies of the wood dragon? I used to think it's strange that the Chinese New Year, aka the Spring Festival, began in the very midst of winter cold. But the ancient Chinese, they knew that all beginnings happened in the dark, that there is a period of arising that begins before our senses perceive. So the equinoxes and solstices, they're not the beginning of a season, but rather flourishing manifestations of it. It's a helpful reminder that the turnings of nature include what's seen and what's as yet unseen in the process of coming into being. Of course, there are hints and signs if you have the wherewithal to perceive. These have been mapped through the interlocking cycles of the heavenly stems and earthly branches that points towards tendencies and potentials. These are celestial maps that help us to orient to the interplay of yin and yang. In this conversation with Gregory Doan, we investigate the symbols and influences of the wood dragon year. We are leaving 2 years of yang and yin water and about to enter into a new 10-year cycle which not surprisingly begins with the arising of wood. And this year with the expansive and wild card energy of the dragon, rabbity water is about to explode outward into dragony wood. What's in store? Stay with us and find out. These conversations come to you through the generous support of our sponsors and members. All the sponsors here provide helpful products or services that you'll find beneficial in your clinical work. Worried that an EMR is too complex for you? Jane has friendly and knowledgeable support. Mayway Herbs is celebrating the 55th year of their family business. You're invited to make use of their vast library of resources.
2: Hi folks, I'm Yvonne Lau, President of Mayway Herbs. Our family business turns 55 this year, and we wouldn't have gotten this far without the love and support of our community. We're truly grateful, and promise you that we'll continue to work hard to support you and your practice. Please visit Mayway.com to find the perfect pumpsar brand formula, or formulate your own in our dispensary. Our site also has lots of articles, videos, and herbal recipes for you to explore. And tune into our podcast, Chinese Medicine Matters, for insightful discussions on all things TCM. Learn about treatment strategies and powerful herbal remedies. As we welcome the month of May, our focus is on women's health. Our newsletter articles and podcast episodes this month will highlight different aspects and unique challenges women face. So subscribe or tune in. And if you're a practitioner, get a discount on our women's health formulas this month. Just visit MeiWi.com. This season and every season... Trust me with herbs for your health and wellness needs. And thank you for supporting Real Chinese Medicine.
1: I love how technology can help to automate my office, and I want to share with you my favorite tool for doing so, Jane. Jane is a clinic management software in EMR with a human touch. Whether you're switching your software or going paperless for the first time, the Jane team knows that the onboarding process can feel a little overwhelming. That's why with Jane, you don't just get software, you get a whole team. Included in every Jane subscription is their award-winning customer support available by phone, email, and chat whenever you need it, even Saturdays. You can also book a free account setup consultation to review your account and ensure you feel confident about going live. If you're interested in making the switch to Jane, head to jane.app/switch to book a one-on-one demo with a member of their support team. And be sure to mention the code GEOLOGICAL at the time of sign up for a one-month grace period on your new Jane account. I don't know about you, but sometimes I take a step back and marvel at my acupuncture needles. I mean, they're the world's simplest medical tool, a sharpened wire and a handle. That's it. And with this simple tool, By switching to AccuFast Needles, you'll be helping patients, planting trees, and joining a community of practitioners changing the world. Like our simple needle, being a part of this solution, it's simple too. Visit AccuFastNeedles.com slash Geological to learn how. Gregory Doan, welcome back to
0: Geological. Michael, glad to be back. Thanks for having me. Excited to be back. Happy New Year.
1: and Kwaela. Yes. Happy New Year to you as well. We're coming up to the Wood Dragon. Gregory, for a number of years now, as you probably know, has been writing this fantastic... I know you've called it a blog, but it, it, for me, it's more like i uh, I'm not even sure how to describe it. It's like a little, it's a little glimpse into the year, but it's not so little. It's like pages and pages, and you go very deep into your Polestar's astrology background, and you look at the symbolism and the chi dynamics and the manifestations. And, you know, it's not like, oh, wood dragon, good time to start projects. It's like wood dragon rocket boosters. You know, some really interesting ways of talking about things. And where I'd like to begin is with the water rabbit, which as we record this, we're at the very tail end of it. It was roughly this time last year that we sat down and had a conversation about the coming year. I remember you saying, oh yeah, the the water rabbit, it's like Alice in Wonderland, but very, very weird. And I'm thinking Alice in Wonderland, but very, very weird. It's like, how the hell much more weird are you gonna get? And here's what happened. We get right into the water rabbit and what's the first big news, big thing that comes out? Chat GPT. It was like within days. Right, yeah. It's been a it's been a weird
0: year. That's for sure. Uh, I didn't quite expect uh, everything that happened, and I didn't. I had no idea what was going to happen. I just knew some big, really interesting and very water watery. When we talk about think what makes something watery, it's hard to hard to grasp uh, in terms of its dimensions, its borders, boundaries, edges, definitions. It escapes and eludes all those things, and it becomes pervasive. And uh, it's also deeply emotional. Uh, So we've been in two years of water, yang water and yin water, in the form of the tiger and rabbit. And it's uh, also important to note that that's the end then of the 10-year cycle of the heavenly stems. So we're kind of at the end of that 10-year cycle. And we've been in the kind of darkness of the water element for the past two years. And a lot has come up. And I think the deep emotional quality uh, has weighed very heavily on people. And then in this year, like you've mentioned, we've had a lot of things come forward and a lot of things happen, I think, surprised people because people were expecting the rabbit to be peaceful and tranquil. And in a way, it was like I talked to a lot of people and a lot of people said that despite everything crazy that seems to be happening, their life was pretty, pretty peaceful, but dark and challenging. I heard from a lot of people that it was one of the hardest years of their life despite not a lot happening in their own in their own life just a lot of these big changes they see in the world and uh yeah chat gpt is a, is a really great example in the arrival of something like artificial intelligence one because it's going to change everything especially because it's advanced so fast that we don't even know what what it is and what to do with it and a lot of people are i think worried and probably rightly so. There's a book called The Precipice. Have you ever heard of that? I have not. So it's about existential risk to human beings. And uh, the author ranks artificial intelligence as the number one existential risk to human beings. Uh, climate change is like
1: 100. Really? It's not human beings? I thought the most dangerous existential risk to humans was other humans. Oh, wealth. Yeah, we're our own worst enemy for sure. But so here
0: it is. Yeah, it, it arrived.
1: And so watery when I first heard about that. I What I first did was remember back to the late 80s, early 90s, probably late 80s, when Photoshop first came out. And the whole thing was, oh my God, you're never going to be able to trust a photograph again. Well, now we have AI. Are you ever going to be able to trust anything again? Yeah. How do you know that that reel that you just saw on TikTok was not just the algorithm's own... Creation of something for a certain audience that likes that. Right. And then, of course, you got the propagandists who are going to take it and use it in whatever ways that they want to. But again, it's that very watery, what is real kind of thing that really made me think Water Rabbit. Absolutely. When it first came out, I thought we're in for a hell of a ride.
0: Yes. And the intelligence and communication uh, are themes of the rabbit and information. The way that we perceive and digest it. So yeah, the social aspect too of the rabbit, I think, is where something like artificial intelligence, we're going to see a lot of of changes. Of course, it's going to evolve over the years, but again, we want to think about things in terms of how rabbit influenced our reception of it, perception of it, and the kind of launch of it in a way, because a lot of how things progress has a lot to do with how they start so you could say something like well chat has been around for a while but the the current version you could say it's a water rabbit because it was born in that year so artificial intelligence in the form of things like you know chatbots which are going to every company is probably going to have one every um, operating system the internet's going to be pervaded with bots that are indistinguishable from humans you could talk to them and you could never tell that it's not a person people are going to have relationships with them going to change interpersonal dynamics between people in such a way that um, it's going to make exactly like you said understanding what's real what's true what's fake very very difficult and i think that is going to deeply affect how our society moves forward in ways that we can't imagine and next year we'll see how it turns in the dragon so again something i want to focus on here is and how does all these things that we're going to talk about then change and shift as we get into the dragon year
1: as we get into the dragon exactly you know, the other thing that came up for me was, I think it was on October the 9th, I thought it was surprising to me, because it was just a couple of days after the attacks uh, on the Israeli citizens, and all of a sudden we're seeing how, oh, it's Israel's fault. All of a sudden we're seeing, not that, oh my God, something horrific happened and what can we do, but it's the fault of the people who received the, uh, the punishment. I mean, regardless of where you stand on that, horrible things happened. And it was, to me, it was so rabbit that very quickly there's these, all these other narratives and stories. And, you know, you, were, you talk about how the rabbit's very clicky and kind of dark and insular. And so you get all these groups and all the groups are doing their little group thing. And kaboom, it's out all over the place. But, you know, again, and and I don't want to I'm not interested in talking politics, but to be able to see something happen like we witnessed and and I'm scratching my head going, I don't like how do I make sense of this? And then and it's like, oh, that's right. Water rabbit here. You know, there's all this deep, dark. Ghosty sort of stuff. This is a situation that's been going on over there for, well, I mean, you you can draw your own timeline on how long you want to say it's been going on. You can go from fifty years to five thousand years, and they're all valid timelines. So that really made an impact on me. Thinking about what we're seeing with the unfolding, not just of the attacks, but but of the protests and everything. Yes, it's being a very very watery rabbity kind of thing yes it's very challenging to talk about but
0: because it is so emblematic of the year it is definitely worth worth uh touching on and worth looking at and examining through the lens of the rabbit the nature of the situation is of course incredibly complex and it's got a very uh long and complicated history and uh, we're seeing the unfolding of it in a lot of different ways so first, I think it may be helpful just to look at what's rabbity about the situation starting on October 7th and how we can understand not just the, the nature of that, but also to understand this like through the rabbit symbol, like looking at it first, just what's rabbity about the attack itself. Of course, it was a sneak attack. One group, like a smaller group that is uh, hidden, sneaking up on a bigger group, uh, attacking it, and then running away. And that is kind of like how like a, a rabbit war or a rabbit attack might look. Uh, a lot of people thought, you know, oh, the rabbit year, again, is very peaceful and wouldn't expect something like war to happen. But war can happen in any year uh, and it can happen through any of these uh, astrological influences. What does war look like in the in a rabbit sense? What does war look like in, from the dragon point of view? What does war look like from the snake point of view, the horse point of view, and so on? And the rabbit, of course, was all about, again, safety and uh, security that it will do anything to secure itself and to secure, uh, its own resources, to secure its own like sense of, of family and personal identity. Uh, and we see that on both sides, uh, of course. So, you know, the, uh, attack itself, which in my teacher, Leo Ming used to say that rabbits, uh, he said, watch out for the hind legs of the rabbit, meaning that, there's a darkness in the rabbit that we don't see uh, in any of the other signs and that's a kind of viciousness, a kind of revenge and a kind of um, br- brutal quality that, and especially with the influence of of water. So, of course, we see that with the brutality and the viciousness of that attack on that day itself and then what, you know, what caused that and uh, the complexity of the situation behind it is another story. Then in in terms of the response, we see the same thing. We see then the uh, vicious hind legs of Israel striking back as well. And you've heard a lot uh, on that side, their desire to create safety, their desire to create security, their desire to protect their people. And that's also a very rabid response. As well, on both sides, we see these two different narratives happening, two different stories that are uh, very personal and all about safety, security, identity and uh, it's been profound to see how it's been received and how it's unfolded yeah, in the media, uh, how it's been portrayed in the media. And we see the elements of the water rabbit happening in a lot of different ways in terms of the media coverage. And for what call, for lack of a better word, propaganda, which is now a very negative term. I don't think it was negative when it first was conceived, but it's essentially you know, trying to convince one side of the validity of, of uh, a particular point of view. Uh, through kind of convincing. And uh, we've seen a really complex social dynamic happen in terms of both protesting but also online because we're, none of us are there. Uh, all we're getting is a picture through the media. Our model of reality is given to us uh, through the media. We don't have a kind of bird's eye or a God's eye view of, of what's actually happening.
1: So, yes, you, Gregory, you talk about that we get our images through the media and mostly we do. I would say that images through the media have been used for propaganda ever since we've had media, ever since humans have sat down and told stories to each other, ever since we've had disagreements, ever since two people got together and tried to get something accomplished. And you're trying to convince the other person that you're right. It could be your spouse. It could be your child. It could be people with a different political leaning or different religious leaning, for that matter. I mean, think of all the religious wars that we've had all throughout time, because, you know, there's one true God by God, and (laughs) we know which one it is. So there's that. One of the things that you talk about in your writing for this, and you've alluded to this with the watery time that we've been in, is the exorcism of ghosts. Yes. Right? You talked about the water rabbit as a very ghosty time. And that it's an opportunity. I remember reading this last year. He said, well, the water rabbit year is an opportunity to be dead. You know, like, what the hell does that mean? Like, just to kind of come apart. Yes. Decompose. And, And you talk about exercising ghosts. I suspect in some ways, and I know it's true for me, that this water rabbit year has been an opportunity to look inside, look at some of my own ghosts, Look at some of my own beliefs, many of them really uninvestigated. You know, there's all kinds of things. I I don't think I'm alone in this, but I'm just going to speak personally because I don't know about other people. But for myself, I have found in this water rabbit here that there's a lot that I have believed that I didn't realize that I believed. And there's a lot that I've taken on and lived my life through without ever really examining it very closely, without ever really thinking about it. And so this watery rabbit year has been an opportunity to recognize some things that, you know, this no, this really isn't me, and and let it go. And likewise, aspects of myself that I didn't really think were core or that important, but, oh my goodness, that's my bones. I didn't realize it was my bones. So in some ways... It's been, it's been clarifying in that, like you were saying, I think exorcism is a great word, taking out what's not really you. Yes. And then seeing what remains. So I, I, I've got some appreciation for the rabbit year, weird as it's been. Yeah. For that kind of, yeah, I, I wanted to say clarity, but it's more kind of disintegration. And now there's these like clean white bones and you know what the clean white bones are.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the kind of portal of the water rabbit, as I mentioned last year, is like being <laughs> being dead. And uh, what what does that mean? Uh, yin, yin water. And then to go through it, through the symbol of the rabbit, which is all about this kind of subterranean and what we find down there. And often we don't know, uh, but last year was a deeply internalizing energy. And uh, even if you weren't paying attention there's a lot of stuff coming up and a lot of that stuff is things we inherit whether that's from ancestors from our own past lives from uh, whatever they are we can call them ghosts they're all down there and it's all it's all in there and uh, it's amazing how subtle and uh, yet profound they can be in terms of how they run our lives Uh, these kinds of uh, whether it's a like deep kind of um, emotional drives or stories that we inherit?
1: Mm-hmm. Stories that we inherit, that's been the big one for me this year. Like decomposing, I was going to say deconstructing. I mean, deconstructing is a whole other thing. It hasn't been deconstructing for me. It really has felt like decomposing. So I'm different now than I was at the beginning of the rabbit era. And we've got these new influences that are going forward into the wood dragon Wood dragon? I mean, the dragon is kind of wood anyway. Isn't it, like, emblematically uh, a wood creature? Its natural element is actually earth. Young earth. Oh, is it? It's young earth? Yes. Yeah. Why did I think it was spring? Anyway, okay, so I I stand corrected on that. But regardless, we're coming into the wood dragon, so unless you've got anything else to say about uh, the waskly wabbit, then, uh, then let's move into this new
0: dragon. Yes, and the transition is important to talk about as well. So how does a rabbit turn into a dragon? Yeah, that's a damn good question. And uh, how does a, a tiger turn into a rabbit, turn into a dragon, turn into a snake? How each one turns into the next is uh, is important. And the rabbit is kind of like, uh, is between the you know tiger and the dragon, which are two very powerful, very young, very aggressive, kind of ferocious looking symbols. And then you've got the rabbit in between them and uh, the rabbit is kind of like the heart of uh of the dragon and again rabbit year is very internalizing it's um it's very introspective it's all about understanding uh again all these feelings that we hold in our heart and it's it's like again, again a deep feeling quality to the year and again all about that sense of security and safety uh and making things safe because the the rabbit is extremely passionate and it's extremely intelligent and it's extremely emotional symbol and it is fully realized in the dragon so everything that is inside and internal in the deepest hopes the deepest aspirations the deepest uh, feelings of the rabbit come out in the form of the dragon but the rabbit has to be made safe it has to be made secure and it has to be made to feel uh empowered in order to do that i think last year i mentioned the image of uh so the tiger in the in the rabbit their natural element uh, is is wood Yang wood and Yin wood. The yang wood and the tiger is the energy of the uh, of spring. That's the first moon, and that's the energy of the sprout bursting out of the seed, and the energy of the chicken breaking out of the egg. And the uh, rabbit is then the the exposed sprout. It's vulnerable, and it wants to thrive. It wants wants to grow into the mighty oak, but it's it's vulnerable and it has to be protected. So the rabbit is all about getting that getting that precious core um, protected so that it can thrive. And then when it does, it turns into the dragon. So everything that is inherent in the, in the rabbit, but held back and um, shy, vulnerable, unsure, tentative, expresses and blooms into the dragon, then it comes out full force as this kind of rainbow, and especially in the form of the wood dragon. So elementally, we've got uh, some interesting dynamics because dragon's nature is earth, young earth. And it's a symbol of uh, the emperor in in Chinese uh, cosmology. We can talk about the nature of the symbol, which is uh, very difficult to actually talk about because it's defined by being ineffable. And uh, we can get back to that. But the outer element again is is yang wood, which again we've talked about in the form of the tiger. That's the native element or the inner element of the tiger, and it's the outer element of this year. So it's this year as well has that kind of chicken bursting out of the egg. And this is the image of the baby dragon bursting out of the cosmic egg and flying up into the heavens, flying into the universe. And uh, we're coming out of that water. So we've been in this kind of deep, dark, watery place full of ghosts, full of visions, full of all this uh, social, intense, uh, conflicting social dynamics. And then what we're coming into is this just explosive energy bursting out of the egg and bursting out of that darkness. So the yin water of death is this just dark abyss and the wood dragon is like this just flash bulb going off in the dark it's like if you see like a dark stadium like uh, and somebody you know takes a picture with the flash and it lights up the whole stadium or fireworks going off i mean this is the kind of energy we're coming into is just a dark empty dark sky nothing and all of a sudden fireworks going off or all of a sudden this big flash of light a kind of big explosive boom of light and
1: uh it's kind of blinding Well, I'll I'll tell you, a flash of light sounds very reassuring right about now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's been so dark that this is like, you know, it's going to be a welcome energy, I think. So uh, something I would like to emphasize about the wood dragon is, one, like, it's against the baby dragon. It's this enlivening, refreshing, uh, illuminating energy. It's a very simple energy. The rabbit on the other...
1: A simple energy?
0: Yes. Yeah. The rabbit is a very complex, very complicated deep again so many interesting things we can talk about in terms of all the social dynamics and all these you know like the gossipy nature of the rabbit makes it very complex uh but the wood dragon is very powerful uh but deceptively simple in the sense that it's uh this it's just this kind of creative wiggling energy that's just uh new it's just just coming into being it's just being born and it uh, it's energy again is the young earth or we can talk about young earth and young wood and the the relationship between those two and what that means but again it's just this energy exploding up into the heavens taking flight and it's again the baby dragon so it is trying to understand itself and its own power and its own because it, it doesn't know like the dragon is the, is in, in theory the biggest and most powerful of all the signs and the baby dragon doesn't know it's it's big. It doesn't know. It, it's just learning how it can, that it can fly. It doesn't know where it is. It's exploring. It's wiggling. It's flying free just to explore and find its own limits, find its own boundaries. And so that energy is fresh, but it's also, it's naive, it's childlike, and it doesn't know its own strength.
1: So there's kind of an innocence to it?
0: Yes. Yeah. It's like, imagine just like a toddler, just learning how to, how to walk, how to run, the image I use is there's an old cartoon called Baby Huey, I think, where it's like a giant baby duckling. Uh, that <laughs> that's that's an old cartoon. It's it's old, but I don't know if anybody'll remember that one. But uh, it, I think the the point of the cartoon is that it doesn't know its own strength because it's it's a baby, but it's huge. So it's like it's just playing, it's just trying to be playful, but then it just you know it can break things, destroy things, make a mess. So that's the kind of energy I think the wood dragon represents. Um, and it's it's explorative and it's also joyous and the name in chinese is the laughing dragon that's what it's it's called so i've titled the blog the laughter of the universe it's got a kind of like it's like a joyous and expansive so the nature of yang wood and yang earth yang earth in the form of the dragon represents breaking away from earth or represents flight uh, and it, but it also is a, a kind of symbol of, at least in Chinese medicine, we know the stomach, and of digestion and of the fires of digestion. It's like a devouring energy, wanting to devour life, wanting to devour experience. And yang wood controls earth, so therefore it. it and it's kind of like uh, when we talk about wood controlling earth from an energetic point of view, it's like this, the this the sprouts or this the the roots of that sprout breaking up and aerating and the cold, dark, damp earth, um, breaking it up, making it light, filling it with, you know, nutrients. And, and uh, so it takes the heaviness of earth and it breaks it up and it makes it a, a much more light and much more of a joyous kind of energy. And it's, again, it's ex- very expansive. And um, so it's a very different, it's a very different year. You know, we're, it's a, it's going to be a kind of a intense shift. And I think it's going to be a very welcome change because we've been in this dark tunnel for a long time and it's the question of next year is
1: well this dark watery tunnel it's been very claustrophobic yes in a sense and what i hear you saying now is we're going to have the exact opposite of that yes there's a lightness there's a lightness oh right there's an innocence yes there's there's this new thing that isn't even sure what it is so It sounds to me, I mean, this is how I describe entrepreneurs. I got this thing, it's new, I'm not sure what it is yet, but it's something, all right? Yeah. And it can change the world. That's how entrepreneurs go about things. Yes. That's how they think, right? They're not thinking about money mostly. Well, I need money so I can do the thing, but they're not doing the thing to make money, right? Yes. They're doing it because like, oh, I got this idea. I got this thing. I'm not sure what it is. I'm going to find out. Let's make it. Yeah. So it sounds like it could be a very good year to maybe start a business or be an entrepreneur or, you know, like really work on your practice in some ways. Potentially, yeah. It could be really helpful for that, yeah? Yeah, I think there's a tremendous amount of opportunity.
0: There's a uh, the, the year is kind of a wild card. So in the blog, I talk about it being a kind of wild card year or like a joker. It's a bit of a, it's an unknown. And the question of, of the year is what do we do with it? When you're given... When you've been in this like entrenched in this dark cycle and everything is gets bogged down and there's so much emotion and and so much um, so many stories and then all of a sudden you just get slapped in the face or you dunk you you know get cold water thrown on you or you you get like a loud bang noise behind you it's that kind of a startling wake up kind of refreshing energy just like starting over maybe all those things just disappear and they will probably come back but there's a kind of like like, what is that like all year? Like, what if we have a whole year of just this flash bulb going off and blinding, you know, or the lights being turned on suddenly, or, you know, this uh, bell being rung? And that's this kind of expanding, opening, enlivening kind of energy that's strong. So, we talk about the dragon, we can get into talking about the symbol of the dragon. And again, it's ineffable. That's the whole point of the dragon, because we know what a rat is. We know what an ox is. We know what a pigs and monkeys and goats, because those are, in theory, real animals. We know what those are, so we can talk about their qualities. But the dragon um, is the only one that's, in theory, um, not real. Some people might think they used to be real or that, in the Chinese view, they do exist, but they're kind of hidden and they are uh, controlling the weather. They're controlling the water. um, They are behind great storms and floods and things like that. They represent the kind of raw power of nature. Yeah. I was going to say they're forces of nature. A force of nature. Yeah. So all the great forces of nature that we see, whether it's great winds. So that's like the different elements, whether it's a volcano, it's like the fire dragon or a great hurricane or a great flood or a great rain or things like that that's what the dragon kind of represents these these big forces of nature and they're beautiful and we are in awe of nature but we have to respect the destructive power of it uh and we don't think that's evil there's no evil in a in a flood
1: (laughs) uh there's no well there's no evil in a flood but as a human being, there can be a ton of suffering.
0: Absolutely. So that's the weird dynamic. While well, we have to respect the power, respect the power of nature because it can cause a tremendous, a tremendous amount of suffering. Uh, and but I think it's hard to get, you know, and we can project, and we do project a lot of things into those kinds of forces. But inherently, they're just it's just just that's nature and that's the the universe we live in. So what do we do when we're we contending with this kind of energy? Because there's a cruelty to to nature from a human point of view, right, from the destructive nature of it. Because if if you build a home and it burns down or gets lost in a flood, it's hard not to feel like you're being punished or that's a cruel act of nature.
3: Hello, everyone. Anne Cecil Sturman here. A working knowledge of the eight extraordinary channels from the unbroken oral tradition of acupuncture is valuable beyond words. The power of these channels is tremendous if the practitioner has well-integrated diagnostic, theoretical, and practical skill. You'll be familiar with Dumai, the governor channel or the sea of Yang, the primal reservoir of Yang, which ultimately finances all movement and growth. But this channel also governs the ability to self-determine. The psycho-emotional presentation of your patients can be matched to a classical activation of this channel, clearing impedance in the free flow of yang chi to body, mind and spirit. I'd like to share with you the marvelous potency of the Do channel in a full length live treatment video from the seminar I taught last year in Melbourne, Australia. It's at com forward slash sinews2024. Click on the jump to free teaching button or see the link on my Instagram page at Anne Cecil Sturman. Thanks, Michael. Back to you.
1: Yeah, here's the other thing about nature. And maybe this is just me getting old and being crabby or something. Nature is beautiful. Nature is awesome. And it's glorious. And it's also out to kill us. Yeah. And no, I'm I'm serious. I'm dead serious about this. It's out to kill us. And one day it will. Absolutely. So, It's this incredible thing that we are born into and a part of. You know, what an incredible opportunity to be a human being and have a human life. And especially in our profession, we often glorify nature. Oh, nature, it's so amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. And it will kill you. Let's not forget that, that that part of it is also there, along with the incredible glory of everything that can unfold out of a human life. Yes,
0: absolutely. The nature of the dragon, as a as a force of nature, is uh, that's like a kind of profound you know contemplation for the year in terms of the reality. Yeah, the reality of nature, like the not not, not the idealization of it. Because uh, all of the Chinese medicine is based on understanding the the forces of nature and then how the human body and our human our health and well being is an expression of that. That's deeply integrated into it, kind of microcosm and macrocosm. But yeah, nature is. Full of uh, all kinds of things that from the human lens do appear to be, can be cruel. It can be, there's a lot of, lot of, uh, a lot of death. Everything is eating everything else. (laughs) Everything's just trying to survive. And then again, the force of nature, like hurricanes, floods, earthquakes, it doesn't care for human civilization. There's no, doesn't, um, you know, we can, we do our best to prevent uh, and work with those forces, but we're at the mercy of them to, to a degree. And that's the energy of the year. we're at the mercy of the energy of the dragon so how do we how do we deal with that? How do you ride a flood? How do you parasail in a hurricane? uh but the wood dragon is again it's a kind of refreshing so what it's destructive potentially destructive power is one that's clearing and making way for new things and it's like a restart it's like a refresh so like you said that the potential for starting starting new things starting over again is is very high, and it's going to be a big i think shift or a big change in a lot of things, everything, um, it can be personally. So when we talk about like our own, our own lives, there's a lot of that potential there, but then looking at the world, everything that's going on, um, we have to ask this question, like what's, how, how can things turn when we're get this kind of big reset button or a big, um, just expansive opening, moving, restarting kind of energy happening that is fundamentally playful too. I would like to emphasize that. Fundamentally playful, inquisitive, and joyous. It's the laughing dragon. So even though it sounds destructive and it sounds kind of scary, it's a child. It's a baby that's dragon that's just giggling and, and exploring its own
1: boundaries. Well, I like hearing that there's some energy of playfulness Yeah, that's coming down the pike. That, that works for me. And it, it also seems to me that we've gone from this very inward, personal clicky water rabbit to mm-hmm. this effusive outward laughing and impersonal with dragon. Yes. Yeah, it's impersonal. So we've gone from the alt we've gone from like the ultimate in of personal and all that that entails to its polar opposite of it's not personal. Like, like dude, don't take it personally. Like what happens in the next year? All y'all don't take it personally. Like learn not to take it personally in the energy Of learning to not take things personally it sounds like it's going to be all around us do I have that
0: right yeah no I think that's a really good way to understand it like especially in the yin and and yang polarized opposites of how like the water rabbit is taking things really personally that's a deeply personal uh, like deep personal wounds and then you're the opposite it flips of just like you know this just childlike baby energy that's hasn't learned any of that yet it forgot all that stuff it hasn't learned it yet so if you're in the middle and if you're entrenched in all that stuff taking things deeply personally and then you've got this energy that comes along and might might rearrange things might kick over your legos might it might be easy to take that take that very personally and then get very discombobulated in in the year because you know we're moving forward in in their cycle and we're dragging our our past along with us so when
1: we're confronted with this <laughs> It's always like that, isn't it? Yeah. We're moving forward and we're dragging our damn past along with us, which is why yeah. thinking about the energies of being able to be present and not take things personally. Mhm. That sounds like spiritual development to me. For sure. Right? Because like like all the great all the great, well not all the great, but look, the few great spiritual traditions that I've looked at, they all seem to point at don't take things so personally. This me, this I, that is a fiction that we've created, it's a fiction that we've created. And it's a great form of suffering, right? The Buddhists talk about this, right? All, all kinds of traditions talk about this, that this this identity that we built, it, it gives us something to navigate the world with, it'll help you get to the airport, but it also is a great form of suffering yes, in other ways. And it sounds like this is a year that might help us to take ourselves a little less seriously.
0: Absolutely. The opportunity to kind of break open all that stuff and uh, come back to what uh, Shunru Suzuki called a beginner's mind. Um, that's a, this, this is a very beginner's mind kind of a year. It's a very, um, what some traditions might call like a direct realization, meaning that despite the complexity of our minds and our uh, stories and our feelings and our conflicting emotions, there is a spacious quality of of perception. The nature of the mind is actually this kind of sky like open space in which in which all this complexity arises. But no amount of clouds uh, obscure the sun. No amount of clouds actually damage the sky. This is like the sky like nature of mind uh, and this fresh um, immediacy. There's an immediacy to that quality. Like again, that flash bulb uh, going off. There's a, a freshness all year, which is great. A uh opportunity to drop all that stuff drop our baggage and to again kind of just fly fly free this is like a again flying free bursting up into the heavens and uh, all that crusty just stuff that we drag with us it's going to be a very much of a burden burden this year and it's imperative of the year to basically just let and i think everybody the whole culture the whole world everybody everybody who's arguing and at war has to just drop all this stuff and kind of take a moment, pause and then like start up again and all that stuff's still there, but it's like
2: mm-hmm.
0: that opportunity is there. So I'm optimistic that there is a potential for change because there's a lot of stuff coming as well. We've got the election coming. We've got all this kind of sh- big, <laughs> big
1: circus drama that's going to be on the way. Okay. All right. Well. Is- is this a good place to start going into the influence on the different animals? Yeah, I think uh, we can we can definitely go through twelve animals.
0: I think the let's see anything else in terms of the nature of the wood dragon. The last thing I suppose I would say about the wood dragon is uh, this term that Yo, which means like free and easy wandering. One of uh, Zhuangzi's is actually one of his first kind of teachings uh, in the Zhuangzi is this uh, free and easy wandering. And again, this is like there is an, again, explorative, restarting, a refresh kind of quality, and there's an ease. Again, Wu Wei is very much kind of theme of the year, I think, because that's one of the only ways we can deal with this kind of energy. The Wood Dragon can be potentially very discombobulating,
1: very, very disruptive. There could be accidents, clumsy mishaps. It sounds like it could be clumsy, a young, clumsy dragon. Yeah, I
0: think uh, there's different ways we can uh, deal with that. But one is you have to have to relax and, and I guess, go with the flow. And that's always true to a degree. But there's, again, this energy energy is so big and so forceful and so uh, expansive that it's something we have to ride. You have to kind of let the wind guide the sails and you just have to kind of go with it and see where it takes you. I think the energy of this year is going to take us somewhere and we don't know. And it's really important to back up and then kind of ask ourselves, like, how do we, what do we think about a year that's unpredictable, unknown, a wild card, a joker, that's going to break things up. It's going to change the direction of things. It's going to restart. It's going to refresh. It's going to take us somewhere. We don't know where it is and we're not in control this is energy. It's important to understand we're not in control of this year. We don't know what's going to happen and it could be bumpy, but it could also be extremely awakening and enlivening and very um, good for a lot of things. And I hope that's the opportunity we have. and And I hope we can all step up to the opportunity of the year. And then that, I guess, is a good way to talk about then each of us go through the 12 animals and talk about how do we each Ride the energy of the year.
1: Yeah, ride the energy of the year. So I just want to say one thing. You said it's going to be a wild, chaotic year. You just have to let go of the sails and see, you know, see what happens. As a sailor, I would say you are not letting go of your sails. As a sailor, you do not want to let go of your sails. But here's what you want to do as a sailor, especially in gusty conditions. You want to trim those sails, and you want to be constantly trimming those sails. You want to be very attentive to what's happening at any particular moment in the circumstances and waters that you're in and adjust your weight and adjust your sails accordingly. And when you do that, number one, you stay right side up, which is a good thing. And number two, you go really, really fast and it's really, really fun. So all you y'alls out there, don't let go of your sails. And uh, yeah, we'll get into what influences that you might expect. You wanna be able to trim those sails. And, you know, like with any practice, be attentive to what's happening in the moment because we're going to have some breeze to work with. Pretty fun when you're a sailor. Yeah, that's a good good clarification. And that being able to,
0: you know, fine tune and to know exactly. And that's a give and take, right? That's a, I'm not a sailor, but I imagine that there's a times when you have to ease up and times when you have to pull back. And it's a kind of like, it's a dance. It's a dance. Yeah, and that so involved fall and that's the yin and yang. That's that's relaxation and, and it's uh, inaction, action. That's the whole whole flow. It's good practice for acupuncture. Oh yeah, it's uh, but we each do that uh, differently, and we're each going to bond to that differently. Uh, so as we go through the twelve animals this year, more than any though, I kind of have to back up and say. Again, it's it's a there's an unknown and a, a, a challenging quality to define anything. It's one of the hardest years to talk about because, again, the dragon is defined by being indefinable. That's its nature. It's ineffable. So, how do we respond
1: to it? It's not easy to say. I think what you're saying here is expect the unexpected. Yes. Okay. All right. So, what should the rats expect
0: or not expect? So, this is a great year for rats. Yeah, I, I would say this is probably the best year in a long time for rats. So the rat, dragon, and monkey are a trine of compatibility, and the rat and dragon are kind of like a telescope and a microscope. The dragon is the biggest, most zoomed out quality. The dragon is the only uh, one that can fly. Of all 12 animals, roosters can't fly. So the dragon has this expansive view of heaven. It's a symbol of the heavens, and uh, the rat is the most zoomed in. It's it's like a microscope. It's the most attentive to the fine details and to the little things. And this is a year in which we're blowing, the, all the little things are blown open. We're, the dragon's flying over them. It's, so the rat is able to kind of, because it's in that compatibility trine, the expansive and the enlivening quality is going to bring out all of the rat's best inner qualities, all the good, social, fun-loving, and funny. Rats are very funny. There is a humorous aspect to the rat. All that stuff uh, will be brought out. Uh, but the rat will be able to ride that and actually make use of the big energy because they are able to attune to the fine details. So for rats, I would say a great year for a goal. Like they're, I think they're maybe out of all the twelve, able to make the most out of out of this energy. So having, you know, knowing that having a really uh, good intentions, uh, goals, and uh, making a plan. And then being able to fine tune along the way, and as well to um, again bring people together and bring other people into that. Um, it's been a dark year for, or dark few years for the rats. So there's going to be like a tentative, like, but so I, I would encourage rats to come out of the shell, come out of the bomb shelter, and strut. There's a few I always say who gets to strut during during certain years. This is a year for rats to strut and bring out their highest aspirations. Go rat. Yeah. For the ox. Yeah. It's a, I'd say kind of a neutral year for oxes. They share a lot in common with dragons in the terms of the strength. They're probably the two biggest of the symbols. Dragon is a very strong energy. Uh, Again, there's the strength of nature. It's the the strength of of a storm or a flood, but the ox strength is able to weather that. Like oxes are one of those, one of the characters that every year are a little bit of absolved from all the, the difficulties because that's the nature of the ox is just to keep plowing forward. So in that sense, uh, they'll probably won't be too disruptive. And the, the expansive nature, the um, the strength, the, the moving quality as well, the enlivening quality, the ox is yin earth by nature. And so this yang uh, wood quality is very enlivening. So again, that refreshing quality will be very appreciated by oxes. I feel like oxes in their life Will have a great uh, refresh, restart, and enlivening quality to the year, and to uh, the only problem is that like this energy is a little bit too uh, joyous. It's a kind of like surprising and unexpected, and even a little bit like silly and playful and childlike. And that's the ox is a kind of a stern and serious by nature. Um, so wood oxes and uh, and oxes born in like Monkey Hour or something like that can make use of that playful silliness, but it's a bit against the ox character. Again, like oxes, it's just plow forward. Just keep keep moving, but watch out for being too uh, working too hard because the energy is so strong. And once oxes get get going, like this, could they could really overdo it?
1: Yeah, I was just thinking loosening up. Thinking about the influence of wood on earth. You were talking about the roots going in, loosening up the soil. So ox being that yin earth, it's a chance to let that joyfulness of and, and silliness. And effusiveness of this wood dragon loosen you up a bit. Absolutely, yeah. Go buy a new hat. That's fun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or to just change change directions, change things up because Ox is all about um, routine and the same old the same old thing, and that's what where they thrive is in that kind of structured routine. Um, and this is a year to to change directions and to start something new, which oxes uh, have have challenged challenged to do that because that uh, just goes against their nature. Catalyze that ox. Yeah. The tiger. So that's me. The tiger is often depicted fighting with the dragon over the ring of power. If you've seen this in traditional Chinese art. Um, this, uh, the tiger is kind of considered a terrestrial dragon, and there's a competitive nature between the two because they're very similar. And the, the tiger is striped, we have to remember that, and the light stripe is very dragon-like. The dark stripe is very snake-like. It's very hidden. It's very still. But then the light stripe of the tiger is very is very dragon-like. And then uh, dragons are, or or tigers are also young wood. That's their inner nature. So um, this year is going to be very forcefully empowering for tigers to a point where it might even be be too much. I think tigers are going to have a kind of like, especially in the uh, coming out of the water element and coming out of the murkiness of the last year. There's going to be like, all right, time to Get a mission, time to get shit done, time to really get moving and that can be good. But again, watching out for breaking things to getting too forceful, too um, compulsive, impulsive. There's just competitive, wanting to get too in control as long as they can rein that in and have some kind of, uh, again, in- invoke and bring forward again that um, the restraint, the tigers have a, a really strong capacity for restraint. And uh, it's going to be dynamic, exciting, energizing year. It'll be more extroverted, more social, bringing out again that light stripe, that lightheartedness. Because tigers are that back and forth. Can be very moody, very dark, but we can also be very uh, outgoing and very um, bright as well. So the brighter side, the light stripe, is going to be encouraged. So it's like bringing that out, getting out of the cave, being more social, being more outgoing.
1: The great leap forward, the all that stuff is all empowered. Great leap forward. You know, it sounds to me, as we're having this discussion about the influence of the wood dragon, it sounds like it is catalytic. That whatever you've kind of got cooking, whatever is simmering, whatever is coming close to being emergent, whatever you got going on, this dragon is going to strap some rocket boosters on it and light it off like a Falcon 9. Yeah, for better or worse...
0: So well, uh, that's why I say if we can know that kind of energy going into it and have good aspirations and as well have somewhat of a, um, I don't know, I want to say a plan because like I say good luck with plans this year. It's not, this is a year where plans are not
1: going to go the way you thought. But sure, but still having an intention, having a sense, having a goal, having something that you can strap this energy onto to move you in a direction that you want to go, who knows what you're going to find there. But by the same token, you could have this energy hit you and, and you don't know what you want. You're going to just get more disoriented. If you've got a sense of focus, yeah, it sounds like it could be very helpful. Or maybe I'm just talking like a damn rooster. Yeah. Well, to use a sailing metaphor,
0: I think it's somebody said, I uh, forget who, but um, if you don't know what direction you're going, then no wind is favorable. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so... Know what direction you're going and then fine tune, especially for the tiger, because the tiger is like a rocket launcher. That's like the tiger is that pouncing energy of the tiger on the, uh, you know, pouncing on the prey. This For tigers this year, might be like the, you know, coyote strapping itself onto the Acme rocket. It's a really, it could be launched pretty, pretty hard. Okay. Be, all right, tigers, be careful. What about the rabbits? What about those
1: waskly wabbits? So it's an interesting year. It's potentially very auspicious. Yeah. Who, who? by the way, I would love to barbecue, I'd just love to barbecue the rabbit actually at this point. But uh, tell me tell me some good news for rabbits, if there is good news. Yeah, hopefully we haven't talked too negatively
0: about rabbits, maybe the um, confusion of the last year. But the rabbit, so again, we have to remember that the dragon is the outcome of the rabbit. So I, the, my advice for rabbits last year was to be as rabbity as possible, which is to nest basically, and to really tend to all those relationships and making secure resources. And, and uh, if rabbits have done that well, and if they have done that well, then this year will be excellent because it's time to bring all that stuff out. It's basically all the dreams, hopes, the rabbits, all everything that the rabbit works for in terms of their dynamics, it's all going to come to fruition. So this is the year when all all the stuff, everything from last year is going to be brought out everything that hasn't been resolved, it will come out. And that could be, if it hasn't been worked through, if it hasn't been resolved, then it's going to come out in a dark way. And if it has been worked through, then it's going to come out in a in a beautiful
1: and uh, creative way and transformative. Transformative, really. Transforms from rabbit to dragon. So it, it sounds like a very potent year for the rabbit, kind of depending on how you've done your work and where you positioned yourself. Yeah, but you have to remember
0: that rabbits... Uh, are not dragons. So even though it's the outcome of it, they're still by nature a lot more uh, internalized and not as, but there's a, there's a confident authoritative and very forceful nature to rabbits. And uh, that's going to come out. So I think rabbits are going to be empowered and um, feel a lot more like, uh, like dragons this year. So expecting things to go pretty well. If again, all the work has been done.
1: What about the dragons?
0: similar story in the sense of it's dragons in their own year. It all has to do with how you understand and contend with your own dragon nature, because it's again, like that, the coyote being strapped to the rocket. It's I love that image. Yeah. Everything is getting empowered and everything's all the, all those, those aspects of of yourself, of the dragon that are, are big and expansive are going to be even more so. So it's either, can attain great heights or open the gates of hell, depending Uh, like the energy of the dragon kind of unleashed and in their own year. So dragons be more confident, more self-assured, more ambitious, more adventurous, more outgoing. So again, having that intention, having some kind of an idea, uh, this is the kind of year to do, to do the things past year has, was not particularly good for the dragon's ambition. It's kind of a, the fire has been, was kind of doused pretty strongly. So this year, again, gets that big boost. So if you have a vision for the year, you can uh, accomplish it and make it happen. Again, self-reflection, restraint, and watch out for all the, the small details. Don't fly over your own experience. <laughs> Don't fly over other people's experience. Don't uh, you know check in, making sure to slow down and pay attention to the details along the way, because the dragon, by nature, most visionary, the biggest view. The only one that can fly. So they can fly over all the little creatures down below. So it can be disastrous <laughs> if they don't
1: have that kind of self-reflection and don't have that kind of uh, restraint. A little restraint. It is great power. This sounds like Spider-Man, right? Like with great power comes great responsibility.
0: Yep, that's a good theme for the dragon this year. There's some responsibility as well. And anytime it's in your in your own year, it's like all of your the best qualities, you have more capacity to bring them out and to express them, but then also your darkest qualities. So the more in touch with Arthur dark qualities, more intentional you are about bringing out and expressing your, your best virtues, the better it goes. And if you don't, then it, your own year can be challenging for that reason.
1: In recent years, the Sa'am acupuncture style has generated significant interest and a loyal and growing following. 2024 to save 10% off Unico needles at www.bluepoppy.com. You'll be glad you did. Okay. What about the
0: snakes? Yeah, snakes. Snake and dragon are an interesting um, yin and yang pair as well. They're the kind of center of the zodiac. The dragon is big, expansive yang, and snake is big, spacious yin. The snake energy is very still- then it has that striking capacity. It can lie still and not move for days on end, and then one strike and take out the the mouse that it's been hunting. The wood snake, wood dragon, will turn into wood snake, and the wood snake is a very different energy. It's very shimmery, spacious, light, peaceful, still. So we're having this big flash bang of the wood dragon, and then this kind of open, spacious hosting energy of this of the wood snake. And so the snakes probably have the most capacity uh, to just to do what we were talking about, which is to just ride the wave, but not as much in a practical sense like the rat. The rat really can bring out and you know make it happen in a worldly sense. This, for the snake, it's much more like just sit back and watch the show. It's like snakes have that inner battle of wanting to, whether or not they want to actually be in the world or out of the world to participate or not snakes uh, is the kind of energy that wants to just kind of exit. And uh, the, this year, it's,
1: uh, it's a tricky one because... What's well, the opposite of exiting? Because everything's going outward.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's um, to be very integrated and in, in, in the world and of the world. So snakes, I think this year can really join the party and really can go into it without, without being of it. Without really getting um, tangled up in the in all of the potential chaos, the snake. It's kind of a waiting year, I suppose, for snakes because next year is this is is going to be the snake year, and like that's going to be the year to again, like I said, bring out all the the best inner qualities. This this year is kind of
1: like a preparation for that. Okay, so for snakes this year, the stuff that you need to work on, work on it because next year. You get to bring some manifestation, yes, yeah, okay what about the uh
0: what about the horses? so yeah, tough year for horses, I think this the horse young fire energy horses like to run free, it's a kind of uh there's a wildness to the horse energy, but also a work ethic that uh thrives on on doing things, so in that sense, it's an empowering year. there's a lot of energy available to do things, but it's also. The horse is easily um, kind of discombobulated by the energy of this year. Unfortunately, it's a bit too much to the point where it's it, it will create a bit of that bucking Bronco quality, getting a little bit flustered, frustrated, it, that clumsy quality we talked about. So being a little bit more, you know, I mean, applying this in general to, to life relationships, projects, things like that, that there is like a capacity to get a little too like maybe a little bit more accident prone, a little bit more clumsy, a little bit more, uh, discoordinated, uncoordinated. Uh, so it might be challenging, but it's also creative and, the uh, there's a, a fun and gre- gregarious and, um, humorous side to the horse that I think will thrive in the year. And especially, um, wood horses, earth horses, the challenge is of course, like just, uh, burnout again, like the, Horse, especially, again, in the the Yang fire, has been pretty doused by the water. And I think the busyness, the productivity that horses desire accomplishing has not been available. And now it's like, again, gets a rocket strapped to their back. So it's like going too hard out the gate and burning out really fast or uh, having way too over ambitious. Um, So being realistic and paying attention to self-care so we don't burn out. Again, letting uh, other people that uh, help uh, social, this, the social, fun-loving part of the horse
1: um, will be the kind of savior, I think, for horses. So a little challenging for horses, but there'll be some energy and they're not stuck in all that dark water, so they're going to like that. Yeah. Okay. Just watch out for, again, it might get
0: messy. And competitive, again, something, say, for the tiger as well, tigers and horses and dragons, watching out for being too competitive with yourself, with other people, with your own goals, everything. Like, calm
1: down, <laughs> relax. You know, when you're competitive, though, having an extra boost of energy, it's like, mm, it's like, okay, watch this. You know, I I mean, I get it. It's true. Yeah. Competitions it can be healthy and good, and I think
0: uh, that's the nature in how we... Sometimes progress and get better at things is because we want to compete and, and test our skills against challenges. It's how we get better. So that's definitely available. Yeah, it's how we get better. Uh, so that's important. I think the competitive is more, or the danger of it uh, is just the aggressive side of competition of like being too challenging and being too like bring out the good side of competition, like to use it as a way of honing our skills and, and getting better, not just to to win and beat beat down others. That's like the darker side is just, just 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 want to win or do anything to win or do anything to get ahead that can happen use it to hone your skill yeah very good how about the goats uh, goats also a tough year so horses and horses and goats I'd say might be the hardest too hardest for them tough for barnyard animals huh yeah the um, the goat we talk about as being kind of the idealist and a bit of a perfectionist and a bit fussy over details and you know they want things the goat is the piece is like goats and rabbits are peacemakers. Treaty signers, they you know they want to um, bring everybody together. It's all about the harmony and flow and the herd, you know the uh, the egalitarian nature of cooperation and things like that. So when you've got this energy that's kind of just like kicking down the door, and it might not go so well. Uh, so it might be easy to get yeah frustrated. Things aren't aren't lining up. Things aren't going smoothly. But I think that's why we need goats the most because the energy in this year is, is potentially that disrupting that, uh, we need, we need the peacemakers. We need the treaty signers. We need goats to help bring people together. Everybody's a little bit more aloof, a little bit more distant, a little bit more kind of in their own world going off on their own adventure that, uh, goats, you know, bring people together uh, and especially through ideas. So goats can have a tough year, but in demand, we need, we need goats.
1: I like that. A tough year, but in demand. Yeah. A, a, a rough year, but man, do we need the capacity of the goat to help moderate the dragon?
0: Goats will be challenged. It'll be a very challenging year, but I guess it could be very rewarding in that sense because um, they'll be able to put all of their ideals, all of their, all of so goats will be challenged in in their in their self cultivation. I think um, so. All the all the ideals, all of the, the qualities that define the goat will be will be put to the test. So you'll find out what they're what you're made of, and
1: that's not a bad thing. Yeah. What
0: do you do if you're trying if you're trying to make everything harmonized? What do you do with the uh, what do you do with a damn baby Huey wood dragon?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. All
0: right. So breaking eggs, the uh, the goats will help us to make an omelet. All
1: right. Great. The monkey, monkeys and dragons. That let me think about that. Monkeys and dragons. That sounds weird. <laughs> yeah. But they're part of the
0: trine of so the monkey, rat, and uh, dragon are a trine of compatibility and uh, very aligned with the year. So I think this is the best year in a long time for monkeys. Uh, monkey has had a hard time. The tiger year that's their opposite. And then uh, again, the monkey is the, uh, is a kind of um, very active, very imaginative, very playful, inquisitive. Again, we have the image of the monkey swinging from branch to branch. It's a very active and dynamic energy. So also kind of pent up and in the the water rabbit year, not really able to swing free and uh, play as much. The monkey, too, is a kind of jokester and a kind of trickster energy and um, can can have challenges with the kind of social dynamics of the rabbit very easily make a mess of of that. So uh, this year, uh, I think time to let it all out again the danger is going on overdrive like all of a sudden you're allowed to to go to feel like uh, empowered to you can be a monkey again swing yeah be a monkey go like really really like break out of the mold change things up go on adventures take risks uh, make mischief all that stuff like have fun it's a play that that playful wiggling energy i think goes really well it's just like my advice to the monkeys is just don't swing off a cliff basically like don't Go overboard. And I think that's a theme again. With all the yang characters, we'll see come up again and again. Is yang characters by nature have that forceful, expansive energy? That's the nature of yang. Uh, so when that's empowered, you just like have to take a step back and uh, not not overdo it. So
1: monkeys don't get out over the edges of your skis. Yes. Okay. How about roosters? How about my clan? How about the roosters? Yes. Yeah,
0: much much better year than last. I will I will say. So the dragon and the rooster are often talked about as symbols as the emperor and the empress. The dragon being the emperor, the empress is the rooster, uh, the yin uh, nature of uh, the empress, and so it's considered to be a kind of auspicious pair. It's a Confucian marriage pair, and um, one of the cardinal directions too. When we talk about the four the the four emblematic animals in Chinese medicine: dragon and rooster, tiger, and then the tortoise, but the rooster, all the best qualities I say of the rooster are brought out, brought out in the year. So it empowers clarity, precision, confidence, being more inspired, more alert, more kind of forthright. Uh, all of the like challenges of last year are kind of refreshed and your natural abilities will actually be productive and be uh, welcomed and received. So for you, you mentioned last year not being the same person that you were last year and having all of these things kind of decompose and, and fall away. So I think the refreshing restarting quality is, it's time to then like, well, my teacher would say solemn, solemn for roosters to solemnize all that stuff was just to, to recognize and have that moment of, I acknowledge all these things. I'm done with them. They're finished. And now we move on and now we bring out sort of roosters and puff up the chest a little. I think like the, we haven't talked too much about, like, practical things, career things, um, but for s- all the signs that I've mentioned and to which I think the, the year is auspicious, but I think maybe the rooster especially, career and productivity and uh, uh, accomplishing goals and things like that. The warning, again, as with most of them, is to just not get too focused, mono-focused or monomaniacal, or in contrast to last year. So everything, things were challenged last year, and then things are different this year. It's like two, um, I said tirades or crusades. No, no tirades
1: or crusades. Okay. So what I think I, what I'm hearing you say is there's plenty of energy. You can make really good use of it. Mm -hmm. Don't overdo it. I mean, do it and use all this extra stuff. Use the extra available energy that you've got. Just be a little cautious. That you don't get too far into the stratosphere. Yeah,
0: Re- reoccurring theme for for a lot is again that tension to push and pull. And the gra- crane uh, kung fu, gong fu, is uh, all about balance and uh, like the you know the crane standing on one foot, finding that balance to then have those precise strikes, precision. Uh, so being able to see the pressure points, the structural weaknesses, and things like that, and then being able to peck. Accordingly, so the rooster's analysis and the intelligence of the rooster is the like the rat, and why again rats thrive in this year as well is that attention to detail and that ability to be very precise in the way that you understand and think and articulate things. So having that, and then the dragon year is so much movement and so much openness and so much energy that's coming up. uh, Being able to, like you said, focus the sales very accordingly, so that can it can go very well.
1: Okay, so use use the goals, use the focus. Be precise, strike hard. There'll be plenty of energy to do that with.
0: Yeah, and I think leadership. There's a couple couple animals that are come forward as leaders in the year um, in different ways. The rooster, dragons, of course, but the rooster, I think, yeah, uh, we talked about, but in a different way.
1: Okay. What about the dogs? Go Huskies. Yeah. Another uh, challenging
0: year. The dog and dragon are opposites, and... Both represent different aspects of young earth. The dog is all about uh, territory and protecting the earth. Protective and very loyal energy of the dog, while the dragon is the opposite. It's breaking away from the earth, it's flying free, and it's not loyal to anything. Dragons are only loyal to themselves and their own ambitious, extraordinary, you know, adventures. So the dog uh, has a tough time with that. But like I say, every every year, whenever we come across our opposite, like we've talked about, it's a good year for that kind of self-reflection, because it's a mirror. And when you're confronted with a mirror, you might see things that are hard to see, hard to look at, but there's an opportunity there spiritually. So whenever you come across a year that's your opposite, it's going to be
1: challenging. But it's also a tremendous opportunity. I mean, I'm just reflecting on this past year for me, fire rooster, watered you know, water rabbit, Ugh, you know, I mean, in some ways it really dampened things down. But again, the opportunity for a kind of self-reflection beyond thinking mind, but a self-reflection at at a much different level. I don't even know what level I could call it. I don't know what the word is for it. Definitely an opportunity with work boots on. Yeah. And
0: especially uh, in the case you had last year and for... um Earth dogs that's the one earth earth dogs are gonna be the um, most most challenged so it's gonna yeah these, the, your opposite years will bring up uh, a lot of that that stuff uh, and especially the case uh, if it's your 60 60 polar opposite then it'll even even deeper stuff that's like the deepest stuff and I think it's uh, not not really ready for it until I guess 66 would be the age you're prepared to look at all that deep stuff that's like a um, it's because it's not easy uh, but it's also again a tremendous opportunity to shed and to let go of all that stuff and to work through it, digest it. Uh, and the di- dragon is a digesting year, it's the energy of digestion, to
1: uh, di- digest the universe. But uh, the dog is the, you know, you just you just mentioned something about coming around to that 66th year to kind of potency in it because it it's the opposite. And it occurs to me that in, in our culture, at least here in um, the United States, Traditionally, sixty-five was the year that people retired, and then sixty-six was that year of okay, now you're retired, you're 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 going in this other phase of life, and it's different. You're yeah. like out of the cycles of productivity that brought you up to that point, and so this, you know, that traditionally would have been a year that you had just retired. That's a that's a gigantic shift. Well, yeah, coming up to that sixty-sixth year, there's some mojo. I hadn't thought about it. In terms of traditionally, yeah.
0: Yeah, so for any earth dogs out there, yeah, it'll be in a lot of traditional societies, we talk about these different phases of life and we've kind of lost that. I mean, we have, of course, retirement. I guess that's a new phase, but these um, different uh, you know, rites of passage, like in Indian society, you have like your upbringing and education, you have a householder phase where you're contributing to society. And then the end of life is always supposed to be the spiritual side where now you've raised family or you've done all the work and now it's time to really find out who you are and to die well and to go into like the kind of more spiritual side where you can let go of all that worldly stuff and that's a good like you know that's a good kind of maybe it's a catalyst or a marker for that a, a shift uh, you know astrologically for that kind of a phase um but these kind of years are those kinds of for opposites so for dogs this year it's that kind of like there's those years that come along where you get to look in the mirror like you ever, you've been going through and then time to look in the mirror and reassess the dog it's like so that is the ultimate like following energy And so this is a year when, you know, everybody's empowered to be more like a dragon. Everybody's going to be a little bit more aloof on their own, like wanting to get out and wanting to kind of be a little selfish. Like the dragon energy is a little bit selfish, Uh, not necessarily in a bad way. We could all stand to be selfish every once in a while, but the dog, it's it's a challenge because their instinct is to take care of others. So that's basically the focus for dogs, again, is just, again, the spiritual side, but then also relationships. Yeah. Buckle up. Yeah, you got you got some work, and to to know that distance and disconnection, distractedness, uh, don't let that foster into feelings of like betrayal or failure on your own part or anything like that, because uh, that's where society is, where energy the energy is pushing everybody to be a little bit more distracted, a little bit more disconnected, a little bit more aloof, a little bit more selfish. So don't take it personally. Again, we talked about this year to not take things personally, and I would say especially for the dog, and but to get out of your comfort zone, I would say like. You know, the dog has, like, an adventurous um, artistic quality as well. A lot lot of really interesting, unique personalities. Celebrities are are dogs. So you see there's this lone wolf quality to the dog, and that might come out. It might be a a time to kind of break away and be a lone wolf. Um, So pigs. Pigs. Last but not least. Pretty good year. What we haven't talked about yet is a kind of indulgent side to the dragon. There's, like, again, that devouring energy. The dragon wants to eat up life, eat experience. And the pigs are similar. There's a there's a, an indulgent side to the pig. So that, again, the potential for certain characters to go overboard in certain ways, the pig could definitely have that push to go a little, little too hard. So again, like the best qualities, pigs can be very hardworking and they're very humanitarian. They're very caring and very, again, social. So a lot of the, those positive calls will be brought out, empowered, and will be a really great year for everything kind of like gets a boost in that sense um but it may be a whirlwind and it may like i said leave leave you a little hungover <laughs> but great for everything productivity work personal projects relationships social stuff it's all pretty good going think big and think helping everybody the pig wants to help everybody it's like the generosity of the pig is unmatched and the dragon energy is just overflowing and expansive so the more the bigger your vision for uh, helping others and contributing the better the year will go, but watch out for giving too much. So big pigs can be too generous; uh, they can again overflow. If they'll have, they'll give people the shirt off their back. You know, so don't uh, don't overdo it. Um, last year, again, really like cozy inward nesting energy, and I imagine that's 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 also very good energy for the pig, but that can be a little bit like damp, stagnant kind of energy of the last year so there's a a imperative to open that up aerate things get things refreshed and to kind of get things moving again um, so pigs might i think feel a little bit stuck a little bit stagnant a little bit bogged down maybe a little bit like i don't know if yeah the darkness and the kind of uh, murkiness of last year it's time to bring out the the fun time to bring out the humor time to hit the refresh
1: button and so i think pigs will be helpful for that in the sense of uh having a party you know I, i've heard you say through all these animals. And just in general, this is a year to be outward, to be social, to have parties, laugh, have fun, be expansive. Maybe a little bit of a megalomaniac from time to time because like, why not? You can pull out the feather boa, whatever turns you on. But there, there's a real opportunity in this next year to lighten things up and and to take things that are important to us. and And again, like strap on a rocket booster and get some mileage out of it
0: like relationship quality of the rabbit very close very internal and very kind of like godfather it's all like the family very close like uh, in this year clicky yeah
1: don't mess with the family and clicky super clicky this year so this year is going to be more like a rave than a bunch of clicky high school chicks you know blah 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 spilling tea Yeah, like, yeah, this is like a big party,
0: rave, and uh, where everybody's all, it's like a universalizing energy, where everybody, you see everybody as family, everybody interconnected. Um, You don't see those same,
1: like the divisions, those... That's powerful. That's really powerful. A universalizing energy comes with this year. That is such good news. Yeah, so last year,
0: again, we see this push, the dynamic of yin and yang. So in the rabbit, you get very, very close, very... um, distinct and divided kind of energies it's the rabbit burrow it's like a very small select group into the into the rabbit burrow and hide and protect ourselves from every everything else and then the dragon is just breaking down all the walls especially the wood that wood is like cracking the egg and just the it's a distinction borders boundaries um all that stuff is is broken open and and, and universalized and and everything is kind of uh, expansive and again, like the sky. It's, this year is it's like coming out of that rabbit burrow, in and just seeing the open sky. Maybe we should go to Burning Man this year. <laughs> yeah, it's a very Burning Man kind of year, I think. And I, it's going to be, you know, like I said this the the quality of the year is hard to talk about. In essence, it's quite simple. Like again, it's just that kind of uh, almost like an explosion, like that flash bulb going off. The, the dragon itself, you know, do, doesn't have all these distinct qualities that we can talk about, like a like a rabbit. Or a, a monkey or something like that. Like we know what those are like, but we don't know what dragons are like, and we don't know what they're for. My teacher used to say that every animal is like a toolbox. You open it up, it's got all these to- all these skills and things in it. But when you open the dragon toolbox, it's just got a dragon in it. We don't know. We don't know what the dragons are for. <laughs> okay, I like that. Ooh, wild card. Okay. Yeah, we don't know what what the energy is. It's not something we can really talk about or understand. But we do. We can say it's like a force of nature. It's going to, I think this is a year, I mean, we can say it in some way about every year, of course, but it's going to be a year to remember. And, and I think it coincides, of course, we've got a lot of war going on. We've got a lot of tension happening in the world, a lot, a lot of big political changes, elections in here, we've got elections all over the world. We've got a lot of these big things like artificial intelligence, all these things introduced into society. they are also wild cards. Uh, and so I think the, uh, it's going to be, like, I think, a watershed year. For a lot of reasons, but I have no idea what that's going to look like or what's going to happen, and there's no predicting any of it. I would like to think that it's positive. Like I said, I don't. It's, it can sound scary, and it's a little bit intimidating that we have this kind of wild card energy that's expansive and potentially a little bit destructive. But I do think it's a renewing energy. I do think it's, but it might not be apparent at first. So I think like that re- refreshing and renewing quality might not be obvious until after the fact.
1: To a little later. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm taking away from our conversation today. What I am taking away is think big. Think big, yes. Think big. Just think big. Yeah, we have to have vision. Have vision and be prepared for big. Oh, okay. I don't even know what that means other than, well, something else you said. It's very hard to predict. So think big and be prepared to be surprised. And then we'll come back next year and see see what it had to say for us, and see what we did with it as we explore the next coming snake year about a year from now. How's that sound? Yeah, and then the the snake is very is very different. It's kind of like a
0: calm, especially the wood snake, and it's very spacious and very open, and and not a lot of movement at all. Very little movement. Good. So we get
1: so then we can integrate the dragon year next year.
0: Integrating it,
1: yeah. And uh, there comes times. Yeah. But
0: this year we get to fly free. There come times in these cycles where we, we get these refreshes. So any that's what the wood element does, especially Yang Wood. The characters that are uh, have that kind of like
1: forward moving energy. The tiger is one of them. The dragon is one. All right. Well, as a fire rooster, I think I'm looking forward to it. So as ever, thank you for joining me here at the new year. I hope it goes well for you. Gongshi fa cai. Yes. Happy New Year. Hope it goes well. All right. Good luck and get rich. Sounds good. Yep. Uh,
0: We'll see you next year.
1: Sounds good. Last year, Gregory warned me that us fire roosters would be in for a rough go in the water rabbit year. This year, it's the earth dogs that get to look into the mirror of their opposite. It's rarely easy to look with inquisitiveness and compassion at the opposite of what we define ourselves against. So much more comfortable to band together with like-minded folks and stand on the right side against the enemy. It feels satisfying too, doesn't it? But as Chip Chase was fond of saying, all solutions are temporary and the breathe in, breathe out of yin and yang, it's guaranteed to turn us into something that we did not expect. There's always some opportunity arising that previously was hidden. Often enough, it's a moment of connective grace if you can puzzle your way through it. Lace up those work boots, you're going to need them. Thanks as always for listening. If you liked this conversation, if you learned something new or found a moment of inspired insight, share the episode with your friends.